0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Sander Lanch podcast. Today, we are back in Bands of Mourning for chapters 24, 25, 26, and 27, wherein they get into the temple, but Wax's uncle has arrived to make things more complicated. There is a sudden but inevitable betrayal, and Wax dies. So I'm Data, and with me is... Dak. And it's Joe, I'm back! Hello! Yay! Joe's back, but we lost Jamie this week. She's not feeling well. She's not talky.
1: So. We've had plagues through the house. <laughs> Goddamn plagues. Not COVID, thank God. But at least she can
0: finally read the next section. After after this uh, is finally done. So she'll be excited Indeed. about that part at least. <laughs> so hang on to something, everybody. The Sanderlanch is about to begin. Revolution holds us back. Come on down to London Town. Break your back of Come on down So yeah, we're getting towards the end of the book, so chapters are flying rapidly. Four chapters this time. What did you guys think of these four?
1: God damn! so much shit happened in this, and we like, finally, it happened, we all fucking called it Telson's Secret Bad Guy. Nailed it. Yep. Sure did. Take that. Beyond that, it's like, you know, nice nice to see a lot of Edwan, got a whole lot of him just traveling around chatting with people, so that was, you know, a bit of a different perspective. It wasn't just him and Wax talking to each other, so that was fun. And, yeah, that ending, he left us on for a fucking month. god damn i mean you know it's not the end of the book and there's another book coming so i think we can safely say something is going to come of that like he's not going to be dead dead uh there will be like you know that's going to be a different choice of words or uh harmony's gonna you know do some magical voodoo shit but yeah god damn there was a whole lot going on in these chapters the next book will be like a Uh, a
0: five-year time jump and, like, Wayne will be married to Starris and Wax will be, you know, he died, so... Ew.
2: Yeah, of all the things that were likely to happen, I'd say Wayne (laughs) being married to Starris is pretty unlikely. Uh, These chapters were were good. Yeah, I I kind of agree with with Dak. The sting of the, the sudden but inevitable betrayal and the sting of even Wax being dead comes as a little less... I guess, potent knowing what we know about, you know, the fact that there's another book. I very much doubt they would make another book if Wax died for for like all time at this point. So, yeah, some kind of crazy magic's bound to happen, I would I would assume. But, yeah, I uh, I liked I felt I think the thing I I disliked the most was how much Melon was put through in these chapters. And then she got turned into a pile of goo that really sucked. But yeah, like they basically made her do all the traps and it was like breaking her crystal bones and stuff. I was like, man, this really sucks. And then, yeah, the Ed One stuff, the Telson stuff. I mean, all stuff we kind of predicted, I feel like. But other than that, I, I think each of the beats were good. They were definitely deserved, warranted, earned. I didn't feel like anything was too quick in this in this book overall or in these chapters as a whole, I feel like everything every moment I feel like was very earned. So yeah, it was definitely an enjoyable read. I, I did not have to worry about being wondering what was going to happen for a month because I was I was obviously thinking about other things going into these these last few weeks, so I didn't bother to read it until today. So I was fine. I didn't know that that the end of the chapter was that wax is dead so i think uh, i think i'm good so anyway but yeah i liked it a lot
0: yeah Melon gets put through all She shouldn't seem to mind all that much until the end but uh, yeah, yeah i i know but still it's rough man like i yeah, I, I would imagine those crystal bones are kind of not easy to make yeah. but i don't know should have put it put in some less valuable bones before going through all the traps
2: yeah, I'd assume that the crystal ones were hardier than actual bone, but maybe not. I don't know. Hmm. It's an interesting. She, point. she wouldn't want to crush, you know, you wouldn't want to get Breeze's hands
0: crushed or something like that. So. Oh, that was that other guy who had those. I know who it was. Let's make Joe a Chondra, point. Whatever his name was. Uh, Yeah, it was. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it. I guess it's really lucky that they had her along. Because uh, that would have been a bad, bad situation otherwise.
1: Not even Wayne can do the stuff that Malon can do. It's true. Hmm. They'd probably yeah. say that he could, but then find some way to weasel out of it. <laughs>
0: probably. I like I like Dax's point about Edward, though. It's like we've never really seen him interact with anyone
1: else, so it's a, a different yeah. sort of show here. I mean, we got a bit of him in, and Miles in the first book.
0: Oh, that's but... true. I'd forgotten about that. But, yeah, like, it was just how...
1: one scene, though. Yeah, and we didn't really know who he was, what his relation was to everyone at that point, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just some guy that was described <laughs> as Mr. Suit. We didn't
2: really know much about him. Yeah. But then we did get, we take, we got Telson's name
1: this time, Sequence, so that was interesting. Yeah, because we, like, that name's come up before, and we're just like, oh, I wonder who that is. And like, oh. Mm-hmm. Yep, someone
0: even threw out, it's like, it might be Matt Miss Sequence or whatever.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yep. Turns out that that is in fact the case. So there we go. And uh, well, here I guess we'll just get into it. I was going to start getting more specific on some of those details, but we'll just start into the chapters. There, we got a lot of chapters to cover this time. Let's roll. Plus, at the end, Joe, you got to do. Uh, we, we got like new reviews and new patrons, so you're going to be busy. Oh, sweet. Oh, jeez. Okay. So we move into Marisai, Wayne, and Starris just hanging out, sitting outside the temple. Like, yep. We got we, we got a job. All right. Just hanging out out here. And uh, everyone is has weirdly different feelings about being sent out here to, you know, hang out. Mirasai is a little bit grumpy about, oh, yeah, sure. You guys go and have all the adventure. Do the Indiana Jones shit. I come out, go out there and watch Wayne. Yeah. All right. I mean, so, fair. Someone.
3: Yeah.
0: Needs to. Someone does need to. You know, and honestly, you don't want to leave Wayne and Starris
1: by themselves because that's just not going to go well. Well, the thing is, like, you ne- it has got to be either Wax or Marisai looking after Wayne because those are the two people he listens to. Those mm, are the two people he yeah. respects. Good point. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's definitely no
0: way Starris is going to tell what uh, Wayne what to do. <laughs> and then Marisai just digs out the like Condra spike and just going to play with it. I'm like All right, I guess it's a little bit of a valuable thing to just be fiddling with, but whatever. And she's thinking about, uh, you know, the Lord Ruler being a horrible monster and killing people to create the Kondra, but also, you know, helping save Alex people. So he's a you no, know, he's got good and bad qualities.
1: Yeah, I still don't buy that. That was him.
0: Yeah, I was going to say we've I know we've got mm. I know we've, we've had some different theories about uh, what's going on down there.
1: I think yeah, all all our theories amounted to that was literally anyone except
3: him.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Anybody except the guy they say it is. That's who it yeah. was. It's time traveling wax. That's who it is. Oh, yeah. God, <laughs> Oh wow, it's just like that one book where the guy becomes his own uh, dad. What's that book? It's uh no oh, no right. <laughs> uh that's where he becomes his own grandpa. No, this book was written by the guy who wrote Fight Club. Chuck
1: Palahniuk. And, oh,
2: I didn't uh, know
1: he did a time travel book.
2: Yeah, it's a weird book. It's like somehow rabies lets him travel through time. It's real strange. What the fuck? Yeah, you got to check it out. I don't remember the name of it, but uh, but it's it's pretty wackadoodle. But yeah, like the guy ends up being his own dad at the end of the book. It's Rant. Crazy. Yeah, that one.
0: It's called, the full title is Rant, an Oral Biography of Buster Casey is what this says.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: it's a weird book. I was I was on a real kick of his for, for his books, uh, right around the time I finished high school. You know, I was like most most uh young men, I was a fan of Fight Club, and I was like, oh, you know what? I'll, I'll read the actual book, Fight Club. I bet that's pretty good. And I was like, yeah, that is pretty good. Let me see what else he's written. Um, and I think I ended my Chuck Palahniuk love when I read Pygmy because I just it was. It was extremely uh, weird and hard to read, and so I was like, yeah, you know what? I guess I'm done with him. Yeah, fair. This is the weirdest book description. To Dude, the description is nothing next to the actual book. <laughs> I, I, I would say weird, read it just based on how,
0: how no, really there's, messed there's, up it there's is. There's no way I'm going to read something th- this this messed up. So it's It's, cr- it's crazy. He becomes obsessed with getting bitten by rabid animals mm-hmm. along with venomous snakes and spiders. After mm-hmm. his first bite from a black widow, he discovers that toxic spider bites cause him to get an erection.
2: I... Yep. It's a whole thing.
0: The fuck? The it's fuck is thing. exactly the – okay, yeah, sorry. We're, we're, <laughs> we're
2: moving on. I'm
0: not, we're not even going any deeper into this.
2: <laughs> oh, you got to read Rant. It's great.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 still in the middle of my I got the Christie kick and so we're just gonna I'm gonna nice. keep going down that street I'm up to like yeah she's I'm, a lot more classy than Chuck Palahniuk that's for sure I think yeah. I've now finished like 11 of her books so oh, wow keep going nice uh okay sorry back to this thing um so Wayne tells her be careful don't brick yourself with that and turn into a conjurer, and she's like yeah I don't think that's how that works and Wayne's like well I mean you, you, you don't know I think I should carry it just in case. And she's like, no, you would just trade it for something. And he's like, no, I wouldn't. Why, did you see something good? Ugh. Stop stealing things, Wayne. Trading, whatever. Mm. And then there's an interesting discussion with Staris where she's trying to quantify her uselessness. And Maris says, like, oh, it's okay, you, know, you, you And she's like, no, no, you don't understand. I'm not, like, upset about it. I'm just trying to make get an exact idea of how useless I am and in what (laughs) ways so I can improve. Yeah, I need to
2: see where I'm at to see how far I need to go.
3: Yeah,
0: it's just like, all right. I also like that she's rated the usefulness of everyone on the trip. Wax is 100. Melon is 100. Wayne is 75. Marisai beats out Wayne at 83, which I don't know that I agree necessarily, but I don't, like, super disagree either. I'm just like, okay. Yeah, maybe maybe she outranks Wayne.
2: Basically, wow. Well, based on her controlled usefulness, because Wayne is very useful, but I feel like he's very
0: hard to channel. Yeah, that's a good point. You'd lose points because uh, it could be yeah, how chaotic he can be.
2: Uh huh. And then also, Steris doesn't like Wayne, so that may also yeah. That
0: was going to be my thing. It's just she, she just not
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, but but I feel like Marisai at least is focused on goals, whereas Wayne's just kind of like, hey, let's do whatever.
1: Also, Mm. knowing Marissa, she's probably said, like, well, like, some of Wayne's skills comes in his fighting ability, but his fighting ability isn't as good as Wax's, so Wax is therefore more useful in that regard, and Wayne doesn't get points for that. Hmm, maybe. I mean, they got different styles of fighting, sure, but, yeah.
0: And she rated herself at a 7. Yeah, she's like,
1: because sometimes I contribute a little something. Lady, you hoisted, like, a boomstick on top of a train, like, that that, that, that is not a mere 7. (laughs) well i mean threw up yeah pretty awesome
0: in the process (laughs) of like saving wax with the giant shotgun she did throw accidentally throw herself off the train and need to be rescued so i don't know how well you can count that (laughs) i mean but i was talking about the time she threw up yeah the throwing up was very useful yeah ipacac or whatever she had yeah and then we slide into kind of like she starts she's very you know organized and logical about the whole thing, and then as they talk, she slips into like this very kind of romantic worldview where she's talking about like wax and how she sees like her world when she's around him, and it's actually really sweet. And Maris says like Oh my gosh, you love him, don't you?" And she tries to be like, "Well, you know, love is is." And
1: Maris says like Starus, and she's like, "Yes, I do." <laughs> you actually love him, don't you? I have no strong feelings one
3: way <laughs> or the other.
1: <laughs>
0: And I, like Staris it's like it's foolish, isn't it? And Marisai goes, "Well, yeah. I mean, love's always foolish. That's what makes it work." So this is a fun sister conversation that uh, I don't know that they've ever had a conversation uh, that this personal before.
1: Yeah, we have again. That's like this is a despite their fam family connection, we haven't really seen the two of them just interact isolated from anyone else before.
0: Yeah, and from how Marisai has like referenced it, I'm not sure how much they have honestly. Yeah, that's true. She talks about how Staris didn't even know about her until she was sixteen, and um, and since then Marisai has always been kind of like this awkward, like, I, I, how do you fit into this family or whatever. So,
2: yeah, I mean,
0: that's that would be hard for anybody,
2: I think, especially yeah, in Staris's position to compute because, you know, based on her, based on, but based on who she is, her identity, all that kind of stuff. I'm sure any kind of change is pretty difficult. So. Mm-hmm it might be easier, it might have been easier for her to just kind of ignore it, I don't
0: know and then Marissa goes to talk to Wayne, it's like, my long-held assumptions have just been shattered and uh, Wayne says something about, uh, "Yes, yeah, so do sisters ever really, like, get sexy with one another or does that only happen in pub songs and Marissa's like, oh my god thank Dear you for restoring god. my ability to trust my judgment, <laughs> Wayne. Uh, Wayne way to destroy the moment, Wayne And then he gets, uh, Wayne gets actually real clever for a second, where he's like, you know what? Because they're watching the lights of Suits Party slowly progressing. He's like, you know, if I knew I'd been spotted, then I might try to sneak up on someone by leaving the lights behind to make it seem like I'm going real slow. It's like, I need to act clever. I just made an incest joke. Yeah. And so they're like, okay, it's time to call wax. And somebody shows, uh, approaches waving a flag, a flag with an X, which is apparently the symbol for parlay. And then we cut back to the, the wax and the crew inside with Melon triggering traps. They've got a rope tied around her for when she falls into a pit trap and they're pulling her back out. And she's uh, looking a little ragged. Her clothes are all messed up. The, the left trouser leg ripped completely off at the thigh. So I don't know if like a an axe chopped her leg off for a minute there or something. Jesus. She puts up with some shit. She really does. But she mentions that they figured out how to, like, turn off their pain receptors, basically, which, man, that would have been useful for, like, like, Ten Soon had the whole thing about how his masters beat him just because they knew that he could survive the pain or whatever. Mm. So. And Wax makes a
2: several point, uh, makes a point several times to be like, eh, maybe she's
0: lying about that, but I guess I would not you know how would I know. I don't know if she has a reason to lie, but yeah, I mean, you know, she could be, obviously. And she says, and her bones are crystal, so the bones can't feel. So that might be a good reason not to use regular bones. If regular bones do have nerves that let you feel, you don't want to get broken. That's true. Yeah. And he's he, he's feeling real bad about this. He's like, come on, we can find another way. Maybe we'll dig through the walls up here or something instead. And she's like, no, that'll take too long. Come on. We don't have that much time. But Wax has figured out the pattern, he thinks. And he's, he's figured out how to spot the traps and what each of the triggers means for what that trap is. So they, He's like, you can trigger that dart trap over there. That other one is a, a, a wall trap. The big spiked log pops out. And then he's wrong about the, the last one, which he says is a pit trap. But when she triggers that one, like, uh, which apparently the pits really go far down. She, she says, I hate those. They just keep going down. Makes me afraid of what might be at the bottom. Jeez, how much trouble must this place
1: have been to build for yeah. like these priests? Holy crap! Imagine just yeah. making all the materials you need up the side of the mountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Well, of it, course, it, if it, you've
1: got alamancy, it might be easier. I don't know. True.
0: I mean, yeah, moving blocks or, or or whatever up the mountain, or moving like you know a log that you've put spikes in up the mountain—that's tough. That's one thing. But apparently they had to dig shafts for these pit traps straight down into the mountain. That w- I don't I don't even know how Alamosy could help with that.
1: Yeah, well you know those big like drill thingies that sort of spiral downwards. Like, you mm. get one of those and you just get a whole bunch of um, coin shots pushing at the top end. Oh
0: yeah, you push to twist. Yeah, no that makes sense. and We know oh, these guys here. have these guys have interesting technology that is unknown to uh, the the people in the basin so who knows what kind of things they might have that could help with that sort of thing yeah but uh, this last one is not a pit one basically a big block of ice drops down and Melon's like what the hell is that and Wayne's like, or Wax is like maybe it was acid it looks like it was stored up there as a liquid and then separated over time and part of it froze and Melon just stares for a long time he's like what she did nothing so I don't know if any it, she may just not want to reveal that acid can kill them mm-hmm yeah, I would assume that that's a Chondra
2: secret that they don't try to get out there.
0: Yeah. Or I, I I do wonder if she thinks for a second, like, did someone build this trap specifically to catch Chachondra? Maybe. So.
2: Yeah, probably both. I mean, if it really was acid, that I mean, why, why else specifically would you need acid if not to kill a Chondra? I mean,
1: you can kill a person yeah. with acid, but it's more likely that you'd kill a Chondra with it. Mm. With, but if it's also, like, one of the last traps along, they, maybe they assume, like, yeah, Kendra could make it past any of this, so this one will get them. Yep, or maybe even, like,
0: we've lulled a Chandra into a false sense of security this far. Now you trick them, you nail them. Yeah. But who knows if the, the southern Skadrians even knew about Kondra. I mean, whoever uh, the Lord Ruler or whoever it was may have known about Kondra. I mean, if it was Lord Ruler, obviously he did know about Condor. He created them, so that's just a weird... Like,
1: maybe he knew. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I've forgotten something. Shit, my blood monsters. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah, those guys I make with two spikes, but
0: not the big guys with the stretchy skin, the other guys that turn into people. Then they find a big door, and inlaid in the door are circles with symbols, and Alec does not recognize them. Nobody recognizes these symbols which it's I really want to know at this point. I'm like, can you show us the symbols? Like, I want to know, because in a little bit, they're going to push them. They have the, the, the secret code, and Edward's like, you know, the, the, the Sovereign was supposed to know what these meant. So I'm like, well, now I want to know what they look like. And like, maybe I know what they mean. Right. Yeah, and, and they only describe, like, one of them, so it yeah. really doesn't really tell us anything. Then Wax and Telson have kind of an odd conversation where she's like, do you ever wonder how you got where you are? And she's just like, no, i I've over half my life is gone. Shouldn't I have a clue what everything, what it's all about? I do wonder how honest this statement is. Like, is she trying to connect with him? Is she telling the truth despite, you know, the fact that we know she's on the other side or is this all bullshit?
2: yeah i don't know it kind of struck me as genuine at first but then i thought well i mean maybe it's not i mean i i really couldn't tell i don't really understand the purpose of the conversation if it's in genuine to to make a false connection through this sort of conversation seems a little confusing to me especially because in internally wax
0: is like no (laughs) yeah it's just kind of funny I don't feel like an adult pretending or a kid pretending to be an adult. I am an adult. I've had to adult all <laughs> for a long time. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: I've seen some shit.
0: <laughs> he has seen some shit though, so.
2: It's true. He killed, he killed his killed. girlfriend twice. Wife. Yeah, same, whatever.
0: But yeah. I wonder I wonder what kind of shit she's seen. Don't really know. Mm. Yeah, so they they've gotten to the end of all the traps and can't figure out how to go forward. So they're like, "Okay, let's go back and regroup." And this whole time, Wax is just bothered by this entire setup. He's like, why are we in an, in an Indiana Jones movie? Does this really make sense for, like, what the priests would build for the Sovereign to come back and find his shit? And Alec tries to, he's, he's like, oh, it's yeah, I mean, the Sovereign wouldn't be hurt by traps. Obviously, duh. So it's, it's a declaration and a challenge, like I said. And he's just, he's... He's like, this is exactly wax basically comes down to it. this is exactly what you'd expect from, like, an adventure book type thing, like a temple up in the mountains with all these traps. It's- Maybe it's too close to, like,
1: the stereotype of this sort of thing, basically. That's the misdirect. You think, oh, if I can get past all these traps, the treasure has to be at the end. <laughs> when in reality, it's in Wayne's pocket. Well, the treasure did not was not at the end. We definitely learned that much. Oh, I'm still banked yep. on.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I feel like they're definitely teasing us towards it, especially at the end here with yeah. Wax's realization. Yeah, for sure.
0: And and especially with the bad guys picking up and being like, "What is this? It's not good for anything." Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that that does seem to call it out pretty uh, heavily, doesn't it? To like, hey, why are they talking about this thing? Yeah. It's like, why are you giving so much focus to this if it's just junk? But I love I love Wayne's line where he's like Wax, your uncle's here, and Wax is how close he goes like on our doorstep and demanding rent money close. We captured him. Like he walked right up to us carrying a flag and he wants to talk to you, which is also a good chapter end. I feel like that would have been a yeah. okay place for a stop if it hadn't been the next chapter. <laughs> and so Wax and Edward have a bit of a conversation where Wax is just like, Ha, now I've got you, and Edward's like, Yeah, okay, sure. If you you, you keep telling yourself that, but. Uh, you're not getting out of here. We have you surrounded. I've got 20 Allomancers and pharaoh chemists out there. We found your ship that you buried under the snow, so you're not leaving here. You have me surrounded, but I have you surrounded also, so, you know. Also, apparently they figured out how to uh, force the others to talk, so they found the translator medallion or something at some point, point. and Wax is trying to be like, what, the medallions? And he's like, don't, don't act stupid. Like, we could figure out what they did from the types of metal, which, yeah, okay, that makes sense. And Edward says that he came here to find a weapon. And it's interesting because we find out like kind of later on that he's not saying that they came here for the Bands of Mourning because that's maybe not the, the, the main idea that they came here for. And so it's kind of a hint at that at this point, but I don't think Wax or anyone else recognizes that. And so he says he came to negotiate. And so what he wants is basically uh, he, he's, he's like, I see you stole one of my savages. That's nice. But he's like, look, we have information. I'm sure you found the door. If you've gotten past all the traps, I can help you open the door. I also, I also like his note that he's like, look, I'm not that important to the set that you can get out of here by threatening me. They will shoot through me to get to you. That's the first hint we've got that he's not necessarily all that high up in the set, at least compared
1: to some other people. I mean, it's partly that it also partly could be a bluff.
3: I was
0: about to say, or it could be bullshit. Yep. And, uh, so he's like, yeah, you know, you you found the door and Alex's like, how do you know about that? And it turns out his cap, Alex captain knew a little bit more than, uh, she was saying she was apparently piloted a group of sub cap or uh, of hunters. When she was a sub captain, got them drinking and got their secret that they were planning on returning here for a prize. So basically Wax's uh, logical leaps earlier where he figured out this whole conspiracy was
1: basically right on target. Yeah, you see He's always been good at undoing the knots and like, no, this is how the crime happened. Yep. He's a good investigator. Mm -hmm. He he, just,
0: it just, he's more Batman over and (laughs) over again.
3: (laughs) He's
2: too good.
0: I think he's in on it. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't that be a dramatic twist? Yeah, it would. And I like Telson. It's like, don't trust him. He'll trick you. He'll win. He always wins. And Wax does not listen to that, which almost feels like she's trying to give him a hint. But so he agrees. Edward will help them get through the door, and then they will let him go in and find the whatever's inside with them. And so we get to, we we get back to the door. Edward's basically says, "Okay, so push that one with Allomancy and the triangular shaped one, and then finally this one." Because all we get is that there's a triangular shape on one of them. So it's a very, it's a, it's a three-digit combination. But if you get it wrong, there's a, there's a clock in there that won't let you try again for ten
1: years. Which, geez, all right. Again, it's like as long as it's still working. I mean, the acid block froze, so. It's true.
3: Yeah.
0: And I, I like Edward's whole thing where after the door is open, he's like, "I worked very long and hard to find this place. It's unfitting that another should pass the door before me." And Wax says, "Tough." And goes in or sends Melon in to see if there's more traps, which that's really the smart move. I guess you could have let your uncle go in first and experience <laughs> traps. And then uh, Wax threatens to take his uncle back to Ellendale and force him to talk. He's like, oh, you're going to beat me up, huh? I follow the law, Wax says. And he's like, well, yeah, but the law can be changed or bent to suit your needs. He's like, really? I mean, I'm not any different than your Senate that, uh, you know, creates whatever rules suit them. The difference between good and evil men is not found in the acts they are willing to commit, but merely in what name they are willing to commit them. Which is a very uh, uh, dour outlook,
1: and I don't necessarily agree with you here. That's a deep rabbit hole you could spend a lot of time falling down. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like
2: that, that rhetoric I've... In real life, I've always heard from people that are like conspiracy theorists and just people that generally don't
0: use a lot of good logic. (laughs)
3: Mm.
0: Well, I mean, basically, he makes an assumption that Wax would see like senators who are also doing this, who are doing basically the same thing, because that part we know is like there's a lot of shady politics going on in Ellendale, But you're like. You think those men are good and I'm evil? And I'm like, well, no, he probably doesn't think those men are very good either. <laughs> like, Wax grinds his teeth and his eyes twitching. He's like, I, I really don't like this guy. And they get in there. There's a, uh, a pedestal topped with red velvet and a golden rack. And it's empty. There's, there's a glass case that is now shattered on the floor. But there's nothing here. And Wax goes, gone. Somebody beat us here. Which... If that if that's what happened, uh they were much better at getting past traps than you. <laughs> yes. That's yeah. like anytime they even think that
2: for a second, my mind goes to like, dude, what are you talking about? Did you see all those traps? There's no way that they got through all of those traps, didn't set off any and got this got the shit. Like doesn't make any sense, man.
1: Like is it either that or they, like after they got the thing they went and reset all the traps
0: <laughs> there's a secret back door is I think a much more likely explanation that would be hilarious actually if like the, the, there's text at the beginning of or at the entrance to the temple that only the sovereign would be able to read and it's like don't enter this way go around back and like <laughs> hit the secret button and there's no traps <laughs> that
1: would be fucking funny
2: though yeah hey boss there's a There's a secret door in the back. You just speak, friend, and enter.
1: It's like they're looking at this sign. It's written in this mystical language none of them recognize. And then, like, they put on the translator thing. It's like, oh, this just says no entry. (laughs) It's it's, it's like deliveries only. (laughs) Uh,
0: But, yes, I, I do like that at the beginning of the next chapter, when they discover that the, the bands of mourning have been taken. Everyone looks at Wayne. He's like, hey, what? what, what, what why is everybody looking at me? And Marisak goes, like, just a natural reaction. <laughs> See, I like to imagine even Edwan
1: is looking at him. And, and Wayne's just like, dude, you don't even know me.
3: Yeah.
2: Like, the fuck, man?
1: And Telson. Like, they're both just staring at him. Just like And he's just going, it's like, what the, the fuck? You, like, you got we barely met. <laughs> yeah.
2: And I know that Wayne is described as short, but I it, always, it did kind of. I I did kind of think it was funny that Telson and Edworn both are just like the short
0: one. Yep. I was going to I was going to say that I was they call him the short one. I'm like that's kind of like random and mean. Like Yeah. He has it's a like, name, I know. And you know his name.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like you you know who he is. He's been hanging out with Wax for years. Like you know your intel has told you his name. You're just going to continue to call him the short one. I, I
1: don't do you call wax the tall one? What he's done around? <laughs> I'm confused. Well, so may, maybe it's like, they don't know what his real name is. Cause he keeps changing identities. Every uh, time it's mm-hmm. on a disguise. And it's like, yeah. is this the I, I
2: mean, or? I, I would have to guess that it's just based on them thinking he's so beneath them that they're just not even going to refer
1: to him by his name. And they're just, gonna yeah, go, yeah. Short I'm, just, one. I'm, I'm just spitballing. Here. Oh yeah. no, <laughs> What's his name? Krillin? <laughs> Owned.
0: So I, I, Wax tells everyone, like, hey, be careful. There's pit traps on either side of this. And also that spot over there, a sharpened blade will come down from the ceiling. And because Starris and Wayne and Marisite weren't here for the whole him figuring out the traps thing, Starris is like, how does he know that? And Wax, Wayne is just like, Wayne, Wax has a natural affinity for things that kill people or for things what kill people. And Wax looks at the glass and there's a lot of dust. He's like, okay, whoever did this, it was a long time ago that they got in here and stole this stuff. And Telson is the one who's like, how, like, how's this even possible? And Melon suggests, like, well, I mean, if you'd secretly stolen it, would you just leave it open or would you set all, reset all the traps and sneak out? And Wax is like, no, 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 no one is going to reset the traps. Like, somebody comes in here, gets, like, this super valuable artifact, they're not going to waste their time going back and redoing all of it.
1: Going back, it's like every single dart trap they've passed, just pulling the darts out of the wall. it's like, yeah, okay, put this back in here. There, oh, I got to lift this rock back into the ceiling. Shit. Yeah. And they're just like, ah, shit, I just set it off again. Now I got to redo
2: it again.
0: Okay. I've got to refill on. the acid vat.
2: Yeah, that's why it's all frozen. I didn't
0: mix it right,
2: but you know, <laughs> it's my first time mixing acid. What did you expect?
0: And so Edward says, like, oh, this is a disappointment. All right, time to end this. And Wax pulls out his gun and points it at his sister, just as she's reaching and pulling out her own aluminum gun. And she, he says, Tellson, and she goes, I'm sorry, Wax, silly him. And uh, he says, don't do this. And he shoots at her. She shoots at him. His bullet gets pushed out of the way by Alamancy while her shot takes him in the neck, which is not a good place to get shot. I mean, no place is a great place to get shot, but the neck is not a not not a not the choice that you're gonna want to make if you have to. Yeah, it's not ideal. There's just a good amount of blood that goes through the neck. Yep, a lot of a uh, lot of large blood vessels, as as well as like you know stuff that you need to breathe and your spinal column. There's just all sorts of stuff in a very small area, basically. <sighs> but yeah, and Marisite also shoots at suit, but her blood also veers away via Alamancy. And then her weapon flies out of her hand. And so, yeah, uh, this is not uh, – they're at more of a disadvantage than they anticipated. Edwin was an Alamancer, Telson was in the set. This is bad.
3: Hmm.
0: Yeah. Wayne goes after Suit with his canes and smacks him, but Edward doesn't even flinch, it says, and then uses his own cane with its bands of metal to push against Wayne. And then Marisai tries to go for suit, and her metal reserves disappear as she grabs him. But not only are, is suit an alamancer, but he has uh, definitely more than one power going on here, which we, we do find out more about later. I'm sorry, Telson is the one who causes her uh, her metal reserves to disappear when she tosses another one of those cubes at them. But Telson also has, uh, has some powers happening. And then Wayne gets hit by a bunch of coins. That's not fun. Wax stumbles over and sets off the pit trap and falls, and Suit is calling to keep Wayne down, but apparently Telson's not a great shot, so uh, they hit Wayne several times, but he uh, has his nice super full metal mind, so he does not go down, and he makes it out, and Suit's like, Wayne, come back or I'll kill the others, but Wayne is not coming back, so... (laughs) And they have an interesting conversation where he's like, I'll do it. And Telson's like, what, you think he actually cares about that? And Sue says, honestly, I can't tell with that one. Like, he's so weird. But he does not kill Marisai when Wayne doesn't come back, so that's nice. And while all this is happening, Melon has gotten hit with uh, some of that stuff that makes the Chondra lose their form for a bit. And Telson says, that was bungled. And Edward's like, what? I thought it went well. And she's like, I let Waxillium escape. And he goes, you shot him. Thrice, which I, I like to see somebody using the word thrice. I appreciate that. It doesn't <laughs> come up as often as you might think, right? And so he's like, he, he's he's as good as dead. And Telson says, "Are you gonna trust that?" And everyone sighs. And he's like, "No."
3: <laughs>
0: three shall be the number of the shooting, and the number <laughs> of the shooting shall be three. And so then, Telson starts digging in Melon and pulls out uh, some some of her spikes, which is that's mean. But, you know, I guess you got to do what you got to do. And so Telson some points at the pit where Wax fell and goes chase him down. And Suits like me. Surely we can wait for. And she goes, no, 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 no. You know him best. He's still alive. I've met rocks less durable than my brother. And Suits sighs. And he's like, OK, fine. So clearly she is in charge here. Yep. And then here we go. She, the, the other guys start coming in and she goes, the short one. Wayne, did you pass him? So I guess she does use his name at least. And they're like, no, we didn't see anybody out there. And so, I mean, at this point, I'm curious about what what's up with Wayne because, like, you know, uh, there weren't a whole lot of hiding places that we know of in that long hallway. So it's like, wait, where did he go? Yeah. Well, we find out later he fell in a hole, right? Yeah. Yeah. That did that never occurred to me the first time. I'm like, well, how did, how, how did Wayne disappear? Oh, he just went down a hole. All right. <laughs> because who would do that? I mean, Wayne's just crazy, so it doesn't sound like it was intentional.
1: (laughs) He did the wily Coyote thing. He's just run off the edge, looked around, felt around with his feet, just gone. Oh, no.
0: Yep. Gets impaled by some spikes. We're moving into Chapter 27, the last of these four chapters. Wax is in darkness. He fell down a big pit, which uh, can't have been fun. He remembered ramming into one of the curves, which that doesn't sound like a pleasant uh, you you don't describe it as ramming if it was any good. And I like the questions like, how can your vision swim when you can't even see anything? (laughs) Oh, I've been there, man. I
2: had a you remember I had a concussion real bad one time and I had bad vertigo. And I like even when my eyes were closed and it was dark, like I could feel everything spinning. It was not great. Not great.
0: And we're getting these brief little flashes back to uh, what we saw in his past that night uh, in, in the village where it's like, no, he'll tell on us. You know, he will. Or you're coming. Of course, you're not coming. You never want to risk trouble. And then he finds that where he is, there's like a dais. Oh, I'm sorry. there the dais up above. He's, he starts figuring out. He's like the bands had never been there. They left the broken glass. The, you, you could tell from the pieces that the the, bo- the glass box was too big to fit on that pedestal, which that's there's some good
1: detectiveing. Say that's w- that's when he's used like that Arkham Knight like mm-hmm. VR time reversal stuff to just like wind yeah. it back, it's like now wait a minute,
2: super detective vision with like replayability.
0: Yeah. But he's been deposited down here where there is. He finds a soft blue light and he drags himself over. And as he's, uh, you know, he he's he's he thinks that this shot is real bad. He's been shot three times, but the one of the neck is the bad, is is the worst one. And then he's like harmony, harmony. And then he thinks to himself, now I'm praying. What about my hatred? I what gunshots can do to a guy. Right. And there's another trap down here that he almost stumbles across, but uh, he's he's got enough sense left or enough uh, attention left from all after all the blood loss to avoid that one. And he finds corpses, like rows of uh, frozen dudes with masks in their laps, in four concentric rings, looking at the light. And he's like, "This is them. This is like those priests who built the place." And there's another pedestal down here, a smaller one, a little light revealing a set of metal bracers, not fancy, but uh, you know, when it's surrounded by a bunch of dead guys giving reverence it uh, you don't need them to be particularly fancy to call attention to them but edward is down here also and he's like i know you're here it's quite a trail of blood you're leaving which yeah it would be and he's like how long has telson been working with them he hated that he'd guessed that his first instinct even if he'd been right had been to pull a gun on his only sibling it just made too much sense suit wouldn't have come down here if he didn't have a mole if he didn't have the upper hand in some way she caused Wayne to knock the backpack out of the door. She would killed the brute at the warehouse. I don't remember if anyone called that out when uh, the backpack got knocked out. It's like, Telson bumps Wayne, Wayne knocks the backpack out, and then Telson's like, "Ah, oh, this idiot just knocked a backpack on top of them and let them know that we're here.
1: I feel like someone might have, but I could
0: be misremembering that. That was a while ago. It was a while ago. But yeah, that was, when I first read the book, that was one of the big hints for me, where I'm like, you did that. Although Wayne totally, accept, he's like, no, I'm I'm sorry. At the time, Wayne, like, blames it on Wax. He's like, well, if Wax hadn't woken me up so soon, then I wouldn't have accidentally bumped into this thing. And so Wax is thinking, I got to get those bracers. And Suit's like, I did try to protect you. And Wax's like, what'd you do to my sister? And he's like, dude, she recruited me. Which makes sense, since she apparently outranks him that, yeah, that, that, I, I buy yeah. that. And Suit has a whole other speech. Which is, I mean, really more of the same that he's been kind of saying. He's like, the world is changing. It's uh, not the kind of place where a guy like you can survive anymore.
1: Oh God. So yesterday, just to keep a little unoccupied, we would, you know, just put animated movies on the, on the TV. And mm-hmm. one of them we put one of them we put on was Rango. And so now reading reading this, the whole oh new world is coming where people like you don't belong. It's like that's exactly what the what the bad guy said to Rattlesnake Jake. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie since it
0: came out. I think. Oh I man, that, that is well. such an underrated movie. I love it. I, I gonna, go. gonna have to go back now. I mean, I, I I remember not loving it, but also that Johnny Depp was fun. Johnny
1: so. Depp was fun, and Bill Bill Nye as Rattlesnake Jake was just the coolest thing ever. Bill Nye is always good. Let's, yeah, let's be fair. He's, um, like Lee Van Cleef as a snake. Like with a Gatling gun instead of a rattle. It's just the fucking coolest. <laughs> you go back to hell. Where do you think I come from? And
0: so, so, Edwin's like, the days of mighty men is gone. And with it, passing goes the right of Alamanzers to power. No more will their gifts hinge on the whims of fate. Instead, the powers will come to those who deserve them who can use them, which is he's like, I deserve obviously the powers. So yeah, you deserve it, dude. That's true. Wax tries to trick him into setting off a trap and he's like, Oh, uh, you know, a brash plan, but not, not going to work for you. Looks like it's rigged to drop this entire section of ceiling. You'd be caught too. And Wax goes, that eh, would have been worth it. And so he, uh, he picks up something metal and he's like, okay, how about we have a duel then? Like an alamancy duel. And Edward says, no, I don't think so. And then he stepped on the pressure plate anyway. Which, that's a bold move. Okay. Uh, Telson, in the meantime, is marching everyone, all her new prisoners, outside. And takes the medallion away from Mariside to make her cold, which that's just mean. But I guess it does make you less likely to try to escape if uh, mm. you freeze to death in the process. Yeah, they take everybody's medallions away. They're
2: Including like, poor Alec.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: who def- definitely needs it. Yeah. But we do see that there's a bunch of uh, Alec's crew still alive, so that's a good thing. I mean, we knew that because Sue kind of mentioned that he had some of them, but and somebody's like, Lady Sequence, we've located what we think is the weapon. And Marissa's like, wait, the bands? And Telson's like, it's, "I like, it says she looks at her drolly. Like, you know, the bands were like an interesting possibility, but that's not why we came here. Like, they thought maybe the bands might be here, but they knew that there was a big-ass bomb here. And so that's what they're here for and they've got the big ship that the hunters left behind which is actually it didn't crash it's still in good uh, in good shape so hey that's nice for them and then uh, she says to search them make sure they don't have any metal keep a watch on them their insurance
1: against the short one who's still out here somewhere so she really she's really saying the short one to her men so maybe her <laughs> men just don't know his name maybe but then they're yeah. like
0: it was just any short guy who pops up they're be like get him yeah I kept oh my expecting God, it's a Hobbit.
2: Yeah, I I kept expecting Wayne at this point to be disguised among her men again as a guard. That would have <laughs> yes. been yes, yeah. and then turn the tables on everybody. But unfortunately, that did not happen.
0: <laughs> we cut back to Wax, who is getting crushed by rocks, which that's not great. Yeah, he's having a bad day. He is having a very bad day. And meanwhile, suits over here, like he gets hurt, but he heals. He's like, oh, you know, the trouble with heme allergy is it's limitations. Yeah. If you kill a guy to steal his abilities, the resulting gift to you is weakened. Did you know that? And if you spike yourself too much, you become subject to Harmony's interference. Which is weird because he t- he says he ha- he can only get three boons. So I guess he's got three spikes. We know he can mm-hmm. heal. We know that he has, uh, like, uh, pushing. What's uh, My guess. Abilities, so.
2: Yeah. My guess is that he and Telson have the same one. So I would say either pushing or pulling, whichever it is healing.
0: And then uh, the leeching, that would be my guess, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. And one thing I will say here, and uh, too bad Jamie is not here for this because she's been talking about it for a while. I worry that this may be revealing to us the fate of those women that we uh, still don't know what happened to them.
2: Oh, a hundred percent. I thought about that. I was
0: like, oh, yeah, so yeah.
2: they killed these women to take their abilities. That's really fucked up.
0: Yeah. No. Uh, you know, kind of hope I might be wrong, but that seems like what what we might be looking at here. And so he's. Oh, but like I say, he he talks about how he can only have three. When we know from the past that like like two spikes is enough for a conjurer to be taken over by army. So I wonder if uh, Harmony could take these guys over and chooses not to but maybe he can influence mm. you like in subtler ways if you have more spikes. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I mean, we know that Harmony is not Ruin, so whereas Ruin could be extremely suggestive mm-hmm. when you have one spike in you, of course he couldn't control you, but he could be very suggestive. Yeah, I wonder if Harmony's power, because it's more balanced, he can't exert as much control as Ruin could with through hemolurgy. Like another thing that comes to mind is maybe because the Chondra, their sentience depends almost completely on the hemolurgy. Mm, that's a good thing, Maybe yeah. that's why he can control them more.
1: I mean, there's that, but he was also controlling the inquisitors through their spikes and they're just regular humans who got spike driven. So Yeah, but they have a
2: bunch of spikes. Yeah, but they have a yeah, they have a bunch. Yeah, true. Um and we we we
1: never we never saw an inquisitor with only like 3 or 4 spikes. It was just Right. Like like that they had all the,
2: the yeah well the full set i don't think i mean
0: i guess maybe they had quick healing did we they had okay so they had a standard set of like seven or eight spikes because marsh talks about it when he pulls them right up to make them collapse but i think later on we do find and maybe it was in i think it was in the third book in like the the apple epigraphs mm-hmm. i think we find out that they did heal quickly and it required them to rest a lot. And so, and like Sazed mentions that it's like, that's why like they, they were always like they were napping or whatever.
3: Mm,
2: That's right. I remember them talking about that. That sounds more like a ferrochemical ability though.
1: I mean, maybe they had some ferrochemical abilities. Well, we know
2: that Marsh did
1: or does. Yeah. Well, there was that, the prologue in Hero of Ages was them like, like, like abducting all the, Yep. Um, people with yeah, ferrochemical they, abilities and spiking right the They definitely were adding ferrochemical abilities yep. later
2: on. There's no doubt about that, but Doesn't I don't know if the original Lord Rulers and Inquisitors were like that, because I think he was trying to kind of keep them away from yeah. having yeah. the ferrochemical Give, powers. He was trying
1: to get rid of ferrochemie entirely. So he was, right. Yeah, he, he was he was keeping, he was uh, he had them with the abilities that were useful to him, but he didn't want to make them too powerful in case right, they might need right. them to overthrow him. yeah
0: Yep. yeah that's like during the whole book of well of ascension like we later find out that's where the inquisitors went they went up to the terrace land and attacked them to (laughs) presumably get the pharaoh chemists
2: yeah Yeah. i do think that was probably one of the most interesting things in the original trilogy to me was in that first book when the inquisitors are like come on these obligates aren't doing a good job let us be in charge the rulers rulers finally like okay fine do whatever I don't care anymore. I'm <laughs> so yeah. tired of your crash. So exasperated by the competitiveness between the inquisitors and obligators that he's just like, fine, whatever. Maybe,
1: maybe he was like, in hindsight, like he knew the power was coming back to the well and what he would have to do. So he's like, oh, I'm just about to burn the whole place down, and start over again anyway. So what the, f- mm, what the yeah, hell, guys? It's, it's really very yeah. possible. So, okay. So suit, he grabs the,
0: the, bands and he's like behold today i become a god and then nothing happens he's like ah, crap they're drained after all this time it was just, yeah. what a waste i love that anticlimactic moment it's
2: like <laughs> i will become a god and it's funny because you know us going into it we already had our theories that it wasn't going to be here or wasn't you know that it it that these that they weren't going to find the actual bands of Mourning in the way they thought they were going to find them yeah. so for me I was like kind of expecting it but I often wonder like did does somebody go into this reading that they think it's actually going to be the actual bands and then they get that moment of like laughter at him because it wasn't you know
0: I 100 percent was not theorizing about when I first read about the bands being somewhere else or something else. I was just, I was along for the ride. I was like, oh man, somebody took the bands. And then when he finds this other, I'm like, oh, that's where they were secretly hiding the bands. And then they don't work. And it's like, wait, what? So yeah, I I wasn't going slow enough to theorize. Yeah. I do like his line where he puts the gun up against Wax's head and he's like, shake Iron Eyes' hand for me. I, I intend never to meet him. Which I, 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 you must think that he's, uh, that he's, you know, a, uh, philosophical concept or something because you could absolutely meet him he's wandering around out there even if you never doubt yeah i
2: don't think i don't think edward is caught as caught up as our main protagonists (laughs) on the actualities of all of the like gods and peoples uh that people uh, kind of believe in mythologically it's like yeah no those guys are actually all real
1: they're not exactly
2: what you think they are but they're real
1: it's like later on let's let's assume wax like comes back from the dead or whatever and he meets Iron Eyes, and like by the way my uncle said this and marsh is like fucking what okay
3: <laughs> whatever
1: <laughs> then next time Edwin comes home ionize is just waiting for him He's like hi there heard you was talking some shit <laughs> i would love that so much
2: he's like oh
3: no
0: <laughs> like marsh is just gonna fuck with him he's just like hey what's
1: up <laughs> Oh, that would be amazing. He's like, get ready for the haunting of your life. I'm going to be here every night. It's it's like the ultimate moment. He comes in and Marsh is just like stealing some of his food and just <laughs> walking out the door. And everyone's like, what the fuck is happening? And Marsh just looks at him and goes, no one's ever going to believe you and walks away. <laughs> he
0: pulls a Bill Murray. I love, I love that so much. Uh, but yeah, before he can execute Wax, Wayne jumps him. And uh, apparently suit just takes off and Wayne's like, yeah, he was scared to face me with my, with my healing and such right. Cowardly. That one, I mean, I guess we don't know how much healing Edward has. So maybe he doesn't have enough that he wants to take on a fair fight, but it is kind of pretty cowardly that move. Um, yeah. And so Wayne explains that he fell down one of those holes that one ended in spikes, I'm afraid, but I, I climbed up after the soldiers had passed and went into this pit instead. You picked a better hole to fall in than I did for sure. And Wax is just like, "Go help Steris and Marisai." And Wayne's like, "No, I can't do this without you. Just living, I can't. I can't do it without you. We're we're gonna get you out of this." But uh, nope, he can't do it. Cut back to Marisai, who's uh, huddled uh, with Steris and Alec, surrounded by armed men. The guard has her purse with that spike in it. Which we're reminded is, uh, since it's hemologically invested, it might not register to the eyes of an allomancer looking for metals. We we established, I think in the last book, that it's like it's harder to sense and affect metals that are heavily invested. And they find the aluminum spearhead from the statue, and she's like, wait, I'm going to... F- uh. He swapped that for her spike. He did say he wanted the spike, so I, I buy that. Yeah. And the the other guard's like, I already searched that purse. There's no weapons in there. And the guy's like, what about this big piece of uh, aluminum? Like, I mean, you can try to kill someone with that if you want. It's dull.
2: (laughs) Your next album's going to go aluminum. (laughs) And Suit comes back. Superhero landing. I watched Deadpool recently, and I love that part where he's talking about Gina Carano's character. It's like, he's like, oh, she could do superhero landing. And he's like, see, told you. It's really bad on your knees,
0: though. <laughs> and uh, Telson's like, so yeah, it's my brother dead. And Suit's so like, yeah, yeah, it's totally killed that guy. Uh, but I also ran into the short one, which these two both know his name. So once again, we're back to like, <laughs> really? Yeah,
2: it's kind of fucked up, honestly. It's just like,
0: <laughs> dude, you know who that is. Why do you keep calling him the short one? <laughs> <laughs> so the Hobbit. Yeah. <laughs> And she asks, so you killed him? And he's like, No, I left him distracted because I figured you'd want to see these. I found the bands of mourning. They don't work though. They're out of, they're they are out they they are out of reserves. And she's like, I thought, they... would... I thought yeah. you'd want to see these. Don't fucking work.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Also, like <laughs> they're out of reserves. It's like, Edward, how stupid are
0: you? Do you not understand how it's suppo- how they're supposed to work? It's like that's they they, they can't be out. She's like, but they grant allomancy too. So I mean they can maybe be out of ferrochemical reserves because you do have to save stuff up, even if you have the power sure. to use Sure, But what you he, if you've got
2: allomancy, they're not yeah. out.
0: Yeah. And so she's like, but they have allomancy, right? So nope, these are fake also. All right. And so she's like, so where are the real ones? Meanwhile, Wax is down there and he has figured it out without needing to see the example. He's like, no, nope, they were that was too perfect. This was this was left here to fool us. This whole place with the stupid ass traps. I mean, what if one of those accidentally killed him? They wouldn't want to do that. So he's like, so is there another temple out here somewhere? Did they really hide it in a cave? No, it wouldn't be somewhere else. He'd need to be able to find it. But he would recognize it. It's here. It's just different. And he can't do anything with that revelation because that's when he dies. And that's the end of the chapters.
1: Damn. Damn.
3: So
0: yeah, let's do. uh, That's that's very dramatic. Gentleman Jack will never uh, get
2: his. uh, (laughs) Gentleman Jack will never get his revenge.
0: So poor Jamie and Dak were stuck with that for a month, with wax dying as the last uh, thing that they got to
1: read. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) finally, Uh, I think we mentioned in some of like the break episodes with the uh, Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) Without saying what it was, but it's like a you bastard. But yeah, so let's 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 do some. Guess that's my fault. Where are we going uh, no it's his for when he planned the chapter <laughs> breaks.
2: <laughs> i him. guess that's <laughs> true
1: uh <laughs> oh, predicaments fuck i don't even know i mean yeah like i i'm i am entirely certain that the uh, fake spearhead which they're just like oh this thing's dull we can't do anything with that that's the real bands but i don't know what they're gonna do with it how they're gonna affect it I don't know, maybe Steris gets granted, like, full misborn abilities, and all of a sudden, like, that's, that, that curtails her perceived uselessness, because all of a sudden she's the most powerful one of the bunch. Yeah, no, I'm honestly at the point, I'm just like, I've got no idea where this is going to go anymore. I feel like Harmony, either Harmony or possibly uh, Marsh Arganum, put in an appearance, because the whole... Uh, this this seems like, you know, the the Harry Potter moment, it's like, he dies. He's going to, like, Wax is going to go to whatever the alimantic king's cross station is and meet with harmony mm. or um or ionize there or possibly both maybe they just have they're just chewing each other out when all of a sudden wax walks in and goes <laughs> um hey guys what um, up y'all?" yeah and then it's like all right well we got to send him back because this shit's about to go down maybe marsh is like can we send him back and harmony's like no it is against the rules and marsh is like i don't follow your fucking rules dude
0: <laughs> you're the boss of me yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm just spitting yeah. bullshit here.
0: <laughs> I like your idea about Steris. That would be that would be amazing if all of a sudden is like the most powerful being
1: ever or whatever. I just feel like Sure,
2: Super book, Saiyan I Exactly. Feel like
1: the whole book she's been talking about how she's not as useful as everyone else, so it's like it would be a nice way to bring that back. The flip side of that is it means oh you're only useful because you have powers, which I think is the correct message to too. send, but it's a possibility. Yeah.
2: That's that's what that's the message they sent with Spook, though, in the third book. So just saying, sure,
1: well,
0: yeah. Oh, God, I hate Spook. <laughs> <laughs> OK, what do you got for predicaments? Uh,
2: yeah, I'm kind of with Dak here. Not not completely sure where this is going to go. I will say
0: I think me and Dak
2: generally giving the vague answer of I think some kind of crazy magic is going to happen and Wax is going to come back. Um. I don't know if that's going to be immediately, later on, but they're going to have to make it out of this this in some way. And I feel like Wax is the one that has all the answers, so um, I think he's probably going to be coming back in, in some form or fashion. Okay. I, you know, something that's been bugging me the whole book is that they said that the, they keep saying that uh, Harmony's been... Like distracted or busy, yep. I just I, I, I I'm uh, again I'm with Dak. I hope we get some kind of King's Cross station moment here where we get an explanation on like what the hell's going on, like why 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 are you allowing these things to happen? What is happening? Like is are you distracted with Trell because we really haven't heard anything about Trell so far this entire book? So yeah, like it's quite what? yeah so like what's going on like we like inquiring minds want to know uh so i'm just hoping we get some we get some answers that you know that would be my hope prediction for this next part is that we get some answers which we are getting close to the end of the book that's usually when answers are forthcoming right um but you know i just i just like something concrete but yeah i'm excited to see uh what happens because like let's say that wax does immediately come back in some way he's still like uh, uh, you know depending on how he comes back he's still at like the bottom of this thing covered by a rock like and and our our friends are in like immediate danger so i am I'm, I'm interested to know uh how this is gonna gonna play out but uh hopefully hopefully uh Marisai, Steris, hopefully they get their day. I hope Malon's okay. Like, I hope the spikes yeah. are recovered soon and that they can put them back because that, you know, she's a fun character. I'd hate for her yeah. to to be kind of destroyed at this point. Um, also, I feel like Ten Soon would be pretty pissed off about that. But anyway, yeah.
0: So interested definitely to see where it goes. Actually, regardless of whether Malon comes back, I feel bad for the poor Mistwraith who was Malon, like stuck in... Because mm-hmm. the, they're not super intelligent creatures, they just yeah. wander around looking for food, and she's not gonna find any food up here. No,
2: she's just gonna be stuck blobbing around. So yeah. it's not great.
0: I like uh, I, I like the idea about uh, you know a King's Cross station. Let's get some answers. Like just put Harmony up there and be like, okay, tell us what the hell is going on because yeah, uh, it's when been it's a while.
2: when it's crazy magical like that, I don't mind exposition so much. You know, it's like yeah. it's okay as a tool. When you're kind of giving us this, like, well, this character wants answers, and you can give them to him. So not as, like, uh, harsh on that that kind of deus ex machina type of thing, exposition-wise,
1: when it's done in that manner. Wouldn't it be sick if, like, um, like you know, Wax comes in and he finds Harmony, like, playing chess with this other figure, and <laughs> acts, assumes that it's Kelsia? And, like, they're talking back and forth, and they're arguing and stuff, and Wax is like, should should I just go? Um, And then the other guy just eventually says, oh, no, I'm going to win, and he gets up and walks away. And Wax goes, man, Kelsey is a dick. And Harmony looks at him and just goes, oh, that's not Kelsey, that's (laughs) Trell. That
0: that would be interesting, actually. I like this idea. Regardless of who it is, I like this idea of, like, god chess going on somewhere. Sure. Uh, Okay. For next time, we're reading two chapters. 28 and 29, and this is, it's interesting, these next two sections, we're reading two chapters next time, and then two chapters in the epilogue the time after that, so we have two more episodes left in this book, and they're about equal size, Hmm. but they're also, I think these are the smallest sections that we've done since, I'm looking back through the list, I think since Secret History. Oh, wow. Like uh, Section 1 or something of Secret History was like about this same size so these are not big sections of reading which is why i was talking about last time i almost broke up this next one and put one chapter in this episode and one chapter in the next episode just to make uh one slightly longer instead of having two small ones but chapter 27 was such a great place to end that i i I couldn't bring myself to do it so two relatively quick episodes left and we will have finished all of the existing Mistborn stuff and really the timing will be pretty good because we'll probably have to skip next week because I will be at Disney World and I don't think I'll be able to record I should be able to record the week after that so that means that we'll be real right about like the last episode of this book will come out right about the week that that uh the next Mistborn book comes out
1: oh wow good timing so
0: whether we end up reading that next I don't know yet but It'll be uh, for everyone listening to the show and helping using this to help their reread before the new book comes out. The timing will be really perfect. So that's cool. I don't have any uh, any any of the emails I want to read this time because we have a couple, but they're like for the end of the book. Basically, we have let me check the new reviews. This one is uh, the title says great for those new to Sanderson. It is from (laughs) law L O Z Z D one, two, three, four, five, six, seven from Ireland. Oh, cool. Does it say what part? No, it's just Apple Podcasts Ireland. Yeah, Ireland. Okay. Um, found this podcast when I first started Sanderson about a year ago. It's great for people making their way through the Cosmere for the first time and felt like I was sharing the first-time experience with friends. That's lovely.
2: It's uh, a lovely, lovely review. Let's see. Allomantic Power. It's been a while since I've done this, so I'm trying to think of a good one. You know what? One of my favorite alimantic powers even though it's subtle is uh is the smoker power so i'm gonna call you a smoker man that was a great one
0: okay
2: enjoy smoking
0: that doesn't sound good um <laughs> just smoke are uh, you smoking yet we have four new patrons since the last Sweet. time joe was handing out powers so uh, yeah let's go down that list the first one is josh at the ska mm-hmm. level
2: Josh at the Ska level, huh? Uh, Josh, you're a sentry, my friend. You store that wakefulness. Yeah, that's a good. One. I don't know that we use that one yet. Uh, I bet we have, but it's fine. It's a good one. The next one is Garrison, also Ska level. Garrison, wow, I, could, I should have called him the sentry. That would have been funny. Um, nah, for you, let's see. You are a connector. Mm. Oh, we don't see, see a lot of uh,
0: Duraliman. We don't see a lot of Duraliman.
2: So or that duralumin that's whatever, the kind you know, of metal that. that
0: gets used in those uh, the translation
2: uh... yeah that's yeah they connect people that makes sense right
0: yep well i mean the the translation medallions i guess connect him to the land or whatever mm-hmm. maybe, is what he said so that yeah. makes him think that is you know he's yeah so yeah that's that's a cool one okay mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: next one is a longtime user of the discord talked to them a lot on the discord actually but they've just joined up as a patron it is retro rocket
2: oh retro rocket yeah retro sent emails too
0: right yep indeed yeah retro ah sweet retro Rocket. uh, sorry at the misting level i should misting level yeah retro
2: rocket you're a fire soul You,
0: you got a lot of warmth and you store it there you go man you enjoy uh storing your warmth there and mm-hmm. the last one is uh, a shard of Adonalsium level, Ooh. although they upped their pledge considerably from that. Uh, oh wow! Very generous is uh, Jeremy. Jeremy. Jeremy, your generosity has earned you the faring power of being pinnacle. You're mm-hmm. at the pinnacle. So thank you, patrons. Uh, we really appreciate everyone joining. For for anyone who um, is thinking about it or wondering about the Patreon. Uh, as of this record, I'm up to chapter ten on releasing the best deal versus the evil librarian chapter. Uh, live, look at you! Live reactions. So uh, this is the most recent episode. Is also the first one that uh, is multiple chapters instead of just one chapter. I started doing uh, three chapters at a time. So this was eight, nine, ten. And mm-hmm. I think I think that only leaves three three or four more episodes before that book is done. So that's what is being released now for our patrons is me reading the newest Brandon Sanderson book, Steel vs. Evil Librarians, and reacting yeah. to the chapters. And soon we will be getting the same for The Lost Metal, which is releasing next month. Ooh. And, and using that as a transition, Joe and I will be at Dragonsteel Minicon for... The, con, the release
2: right of the lost end, metal
0: Yep. ends with the release party for the lost metal nice so we will be there for that Be on the lookout mm-hmm. I think I think the decision is that we're gonna do we're gonna do some t-shirts so that people mm-hmm. can recognize us and come up and be like, hey I want uh, I want we, we're gonna have some some promotional items to hand out you can come up and get some if you're interested and uh, spot us walking around the con. So we hope to talk to lots of uh, lots of listeners while we're there. Anybody? Yeah. If you guys do make it to Utah. I think us. they they've got some more badges up for resale, right? They do. Yeah. They released some more badges. So.
2: Yeah. So it's not too late to uh to get in on the action. You'll uh, but but he and I will definitely be there.
0: I've signed up for uh, most of the events do not require like tickets, but mm-hmm. I have signed myself up for a couple of the ones that did. I was I managed to get in there. I think two different events, and they both had one ticket left when I got there, so I I snapped them up. But they're going nice. to be so. I think they are both uh, board game events, so you no, guys cool. may uh, can can may get to play against me in. Well, let me let me look and see. uh
2: are with you if it's cooperative.
0: I don't think I don't think they were, but let me look in no. there. And double checks here. So I got into Sagrada, I believe, which is a game like there were only four spots available for that. Mm-hmm. So I got lucky getting in on that one, Sagrada. And then I wanted to get in on the Stormlight Archive Call to Adventure because I have that game and it's a lot of fun. But those there were two different ones of those and they filled up quick. Mm-hmm. I, I think the other one I got was Codenames Cosmere Edition. I might be wrong about that, but I think. yep, yeah, I got that. So. Those are the two games that I will be playing in addition to, you know, whatever other events that we uh, attend while we're at the con. So if you uh, if you're playing one of those, I will uh, I guess Codenames is like a team one. So, yeah. Yeah. Codenames. Yeah. Usually is a team's game. Somebody's going to be on my team. Hopefully. Maybe it'll be. Yeah, maybe so. Could be
2: you person listening right now.
0: Yeah. So. We really hope to see you guys there. We are going to have going to have fun, I hope, at this. uh, I've never been to Utah before, so maybe I'll get the chance to wander around, try some restaurants, that kind of stuff at the same time. Yeah, I haven't been to Utah either. It might be fun. So if you'd like to send us an email like the – like uh, we didn't read any this time, so I can't finish that sentence. (laughs) Uh, If you'd like to send us an email, the email address is thesandralanch at gmail.com. If you'd like to join as a patron – You can find our Patreon under the Sander Lanch podcast. Uh, There's links from our Podbean page, or you can just Google it or search on Patreon. It comes up easily enough. It's not that common a word. Uh, (laughs) So we're we're not terribly difficult to find most of the time. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, all those sorts of places as well. Music by Miracle of Sound. Like I said, two chapters for next time, and then three chapters, essentially two chapters, and a blog the time after that. So if you're following along, That is what we will be reading next, and uh, as I also said, we will be skipping next week because I will be at Disney World enjoying uh, spending some time with the kids, so no new episode next week. We'll be back the week after that to work on finishing off the last couple episodes of The Bands of Mourning, and then what will we move on to next? I don't know. I'm going to have to read the lost metal before I decide if that is the next thing we can move to. So this is going to be uh, very different. Very. It's
2: like a it's like a not an impasse. It's like a crossroads of the show. Like, what are we going
0: to do? It really is. And actually, I may have to figure that out exactly what we're going to do next before the book Mm -hmm. comes out, because we'll have to record episodes. We may end up going to like a short story or something, I think
2: yeah just to fill in for some at time. least a
0: week or two yeah yeah give so you time to read through the book yep. yeah. well and and even if we decide to get it i've got to buy the book and it's the australian book shipping actually takes a little while sometimes like it'll oh that's a, true a week or so before they get it after i order that's it. that's true so. that's true yeah could you get them a digital copy would that be possible yeah but they don't like reading the digital. So.
2: oh i know they don't like it i'm just saying
0: but I, I pr- actually probably when it comes out, I'll just order it for them anyway, regardless of when we read it, then they should. Yeah, that way out they have it when we get there. Yeah. Yeah. But OK, so, yeah, that's uh, that's where we're moving to next. They mentioned uh, we read we ended up reading three short stories while you were gone. And so mm-hmm. they were like, maybe Joe should read those short stories and do like uh, his own little record of uh, his reaction to them. So uh, for we can put that on the Patreon and then he'll be caught up in uh, mm-hmm. not.
2: Well, not I have to anything. be. I have to be honest, I did read or I did listen to the first podcast that, mm. while I was gone. So I that one would be out because I did kind of hear all about that sci-fi story, not knowing that that you guys had discussed that. I, I went ahead and listened to it. And so, yeah, it, it sounded kind of interesting. But, yeah, I did. I did kind of hear the ending already. So well, that's fair. Another note, uh, another Patreon note. For you guys, uh it's been a long time coming. uh The voice work has been recorded; may need to do some touch-up stuff. I don't know, um, mm-hmm. but the voice work has been recorded for the Possum Hunters episode, so that is still in the works. Uh, yep. I know, I know it we, was promised many moons ago, but we are working on it, and it should be out
0: at some point. Yep, I think last week was the first time that I mentioned that actually. That we, oh, you did. I haven't yep. listened to that episode. It so. had been, yeah, it hadn't even come out yet. But as of okay. time we're recording this, so but. Yeah, it, it has been recorded, and uh, as of last week, I was like, every minute of my editing time is, was has either been on an episode of The Sanderlanch or on the, the chapters that I was putting out for right. uh, that read. for Patreon. Since then, I have started editing, but not made much progress, because once again, I was still working on the episode that'll be coming out Monday, yeah. so... I've made a small step forward on that, but yes, we're hoping to get that out uh, (laughs) at some, uh, you know, it's going to come out at some point. I'm not, I don't, we're hoping to get it at some point. Yeah. Hopefully sometime soon is when we will get uh, the, the possum hunters adventure for our patrons. So if you're interested in that sort of stuff, get ready. It's coming. I hope you guys have enjoyed the, the content. I hope our patrons have enjoyed the stuff that I've put out so far. As I've said before, if you have suggestions or anything, uh please feel free. I am more than happy to try to uh, to change up stuff or take uh, take it under advisement if you've got some suggestions for how to improve that I'm calling you I guess you you may not know it because uh, I don't know if I mentioned it, but I'm calling it before the sander Lanch, since it's me reading books before they would have come out on the podcast oh really so i was like if somebody has a better title okay. than that i'm willing to listen but that's what i came up with so yeah the sander Lange files i always like oh, a, a title of... that says files in it but yeah. you know that's just my my thing if we do you reading these other two short stories and react to them that might be what to call that one since it uh, it, yeah. it, it they are stuff that has been on the show and so yeah okay right yeah, or like if it's me specifically you can call it like
2: the sander Lange colon uh the joe files Mm. yeah that's good too yeah Okay.
0: Right. well thank you everyone for listening two chapters for next time although no episode next week as i said it'll be the week after that thank you for uh, i know we just had a skip last week also so thanks for sticking with us guys things uh you know things can get crazy what can you do but uh we appreciate everyone yeah. especially the patrons you guys are amazing we uh we love that you feel so passionately that you want to support the show in that way But uh, for everyone who listens, who sends emails, whatever you do, we really appreciate it. And uh, buzzing to the time of next. (laughs) Colo.
3: Running on a reckless rail, speeding rider to the rising gale. Shovel harder, cause we're on yacht sail. London's study fire.